Opinions expressed on the Ice Free Fitness podcast are those of the individuals and do not necessarily represent Blind Alive. No comments are meant to diagnose or treat any particular condition, but to assist you on your journey to wellness. Please consult your doctor if your questions are of a medical nature. Hello and welcome to Eyes Free Fitness Podcast 85. I'm Lisa Salinger, and basically all I can say about this podcast is hold on to your hats because we have a lot of information to share with you. I'm going to start by sharing some news and a little bit of housekeeping, and then Mel has a fascinating interview with Laura Ann Grimes about tea. And then I come back with a bit of an unusual product review. So there's, we hope, a little bit of something for everyone in this podcast. Speaking of something for everyone, we are pleased to announce that the Eyes Free Fitness app has been released. And if you listened to the last podcast, you heard Jamie's fine demo of that app and walkthrough. And... We hope that if you have questions, you will contact us about them. We are still adding functionality and features to the app. We have plans for upcoming versions, and we very much appreciate your feedback. There are several really good ways to give us feedback. One is to use the contact form on our website. You can go to blindalive.com and you'll see it on the main page. You can also provide feedback from within the app. You can also send email to support at blindalive.com. You can also use our phone number and contact us. This is a little iffy sometimes. We are currently using Skype, although we are in the process of changing that. And Skype sometimes tends to send voicemails into the ether, and tis the season for leaf blowing and heavy equipment. If you hear that on the recording, my apologies. I have tried to record this for three days, thought I had come upon an equipment free day, and that apparently is not my good fortune. So if you are contacting us on Skype, please do leave us voicemail. If you just call and hang up, we don't know what you need. I do try to answer as much as I can, but sometimes I may be on the phone or involved elsewhere and I simply can't. So please do leave voicemail. And if you don't hear back in a day or two, send us another just in case we didn't get it or drop us an email. We really would love to hear from you, both regarding your suggestions and to provide any help that you might need. One question we've been getting a lot about the app is, how can I find it? And there are a couple ways. From the App Store itself, you can search for Blind Alive as all one word, or you can search for Eyes-Free Fitness. And either one of those should bring up the results you need. Now, one day I did try this and I didn't get anything, so I'm not sure what's going on because when I tried a couple hours later, I did. Could be something going on on Apple's end. The other thing is you can link to the app directly, and there is a link on our website, 
and also in the show notes. We've also had some questions regarding workouts in the app. And from here onward, if you are purchasing workouts, you do need to choose whether or not you want to purchase in the app, on the website, or both. We have talked on our app calls more about this one issue than anything else. We've gone back and forth. Is there a way to do this? Can we make this work? And it really does not seem that we can do cross-platform purchases. It seems to be a restriction placed on us by Apple. So much as we would love to facilitate that, we are not able. So if you know that you're going to be using the app more on your phone or on your computer, you'll want to purchase accordingly. And we do thank you that you are purchasing and that you are telling your friends. Telling your friends really is a great thing because it helps them get connected with resources for being more healthy. And also, as they purchase, it allows us to develop more workouts for you. And I believe I have chatted on long enough about the app and about contacting us and the best ways to do that. And so now we're going to move into Mel's excellent interview. I don't know about you, but this time of year, the perfect cup of tea sounds just about right. Hey, Laura Ann, it is so good to have you on our podcast today. It's it's fun to to say Laura Ann. I feel like I want to say um, I'm Mary Ellen, you know, it's like Mary Ellen is, uh, <laughs> is my real name. And, you know, it's nice to get these nice Southern uh, double names in. So we are going to talk about tea. So first of all, just tell me a little bit about your background and uh, what you do and why do you like tea so much? Well, thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm excited to be here today. I am a massage therapist, and I live in College Station, Texas, home of Texas Mm A&M, and I have been doing massage therapy now for 11 years, and a little bit before that, uh, my mom and I found a really neat tea place in Austin, Texas, that had over 200 types of loose teas, and we got to smell them, and not all of them, but... Um, that would take a while. learning about <laughs> the different types of tea. Yes, it would. <laughs> and we had fun learning about tea, and since then, it's just kind of been learning and experimenting and finding out what I like and ways to prepare it, and we've just learned how flavorful loose tea can be. Yeah, so it's, it's, uh, you're, a, you're a tea connoisseur. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. That's all right. So what what I want to do is take us through a day of a a, a typical day of of yours in terms of of tea drinking. What do you start with in the morning and how do you prepare it and all of that fun stuff? Well, in the morning, I like to start with a black tea. Um, If it's winter, I may do um, a hot tea. Otherwise, since I live in the South, I love iced, and um, I choose usually to do a black Earl Grey or a berry Earl Grey. Uh, Earl Grey has oil of bergamot, which is kind of citrusy. Hmm. It's a uh, bittersweet orange, so it's a citrus kind of floral note, 
with a berry or a mint. Um, so I love starting out with a black tea. It's got um, a little bit of caffeine in it, doesn't it? It has some caffeine. Yes, in. it doesn't. It has, from what um, I was kind of reading before we did this podcast, it looked like it's still a third of the caffeine of what you would be getting from coffee. But right. you are still getting caffeine. It's a natural way to get some good energy. And to start out the morning, settle your stomach and, you know, just tea has so many good health benefits. So I love starting the day with tea. And um, I begin work usually about nine and do some massages. And between, we'll come out and have some tea. I use a Yeti cup and keep mine in a stainless Yeti cup so that it's, I have ice. Okay. Um, liking it cold. And um, l- around lunchtime, I will begin to do green tea, still giving energy, but not as much caffeine as the black. And I like green. Some people don't. They find it a little bit bitter, but that may be because they've oversteeped it. Right. We'll talk so, about yeah, that a little bit, too, of how to make it flavorful. Yeah, let's let's do that right now, particularly with the, with the green tea, because green tea has so many health benefits. And, you know, yeah. you can you can do it um, iced or you can do it. I, I, I love the hot because I I just always feel cold, you know, says I want I want the hot, but green tea, I just adore it, you know, but a lot of people find it you know, a little little too earthy, but you can do things to to kind of remedy that earthiness. So what what do you like to you do? You can. So when you're preparing your green tea, a lot of people will oversteep it or if they want it stronger, but the secret is to use Uh, If you're doing a cup, you'll do one teaspoon per six ounces of water. Or if you're doing a tea bag, uh, you'll put the tea bag in there, one tea bag for the six ounces. But steep it for only two or three minutes. Um, If you steep it over that, it's going to take on a bitter taste. If you want it stronger, use a little bit more tea. Maybe do two teaspoons or a heaping teaspoon to get it stronger. But steeping it longer does not make it stronger. It makes it bitter. Okay, and so that will help know. you get a smoother taste to it. It um, is really good with mint, or sometimes there will be ginger or citrus, lemongrass, uh, different things that can be added to that. And it's great hot or iced. Oh, have you ever had the uh, jasmine green tea? I love jasmine green tea. Oh, and I, I do mix, too. A um, couple of bags of the peppermint tea from Harney and Sons. It's just an herbal with um, a tea bag of the jasmine green tea, and it's really nice and refreshing. So I I like tea, too. I have lots and lots of tea. In fact, I, right now I'm drinking a nice dandelion tea because I had a very strong massage yesterday, and I feel to like I need to kind of de- detox my system today. So I'm I'm got yeah. a cup of dandelion here today. And, you know, sometimes these teas that are healthy for us they don't they don't necessarily taste phenomenal you know i i actually enjoy the the taste of them but a lot of people don't so there are things that you can do you can add lemon or you can add uh, honey. honey yeah honey is always just a little bit yeah just a just a, um, or a some touch stevia to keep it natural um and take the uh, bite off of it. Did you know there's different types of teas, but an herbal tea is actually not technically a tea. Um, there are herbs and the fruits. It would be a fruit meland if you just got fruits. 
That herbal tea would just be an herb tea, but it's not technically a tea from the tea uh, plant, which is Camellia sinensis. And ah. those teas would be your black tea, your green tea, your white tea, and your oolong tea. And it's the different oxidations of the tea leaf and when it was harvested. Oh, wow. I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't <laughs> it's know. Really fun. I, yeah, and you can, um, like we were talking about earlier, you can have teas that were grown in certain regions. That um, if they were grown near lavender or near jasmine, can take on the scent of what is around them when they're harvested as well, or what is in that area. So um, it's kind of interesting. And there's so many different. Just flavors, even in the unflavored type, you can go more toward a smoky note or mm. you can go toward a, which I'm not a fan of, okay. toward the more honey or uh, naturally kind of a fruity or a citrusy kind of astringent. Um, so it's very cool. And we were talking about for lunch, I usually do like a berry, uh, a blueberry green tea or something like that at lunchtime and then switch to my herbals that are not technically teas for the afternoon and evening to calm down. Okay, yeah, to calm down, yeah. We always need to calm down. I need to calm down all the time. So, so, so we can get good sleep at night. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So what what do you like to do in the afternoon? I will usually switch to a rooibos, which is um, called honeybush or red tea. Hmm. It is um, has a lot of minerals and uh it has an unusual taste. It's not for everyone, but I have really enjoyed it. Um, the tea embassy in Austin that we originally found, they have a good blueberry rooibos and some other rooibos flavors that can have fruits or nuts added to them that add a nice flavor. And again, I like mine iced, but mm. um, I know you like them hot and they're good both ways. Right. And then evening, I'll generally do a glass of peppermint tea or... Um, the, uh, there's a local place here that has one that's lavender, chamomile, and peppermint. Ooh. So finding a blend like that is good for relaxing, and you can do it hot or iced oh, that to calm lovely. down in the evening and just kind of soothing. So so what is rooibos? Is that a, a brand or is that a kind? What is that? It is a type of tea. It's not tex- It's not from the tea leaf again, but it is a harvested. It's an African type of tea saying, and it's uh, herbal. So there's no caffeine, and it is either called honeybush, and sometimes you'll see it's green honeybush, or it'll be the red honeybush, and it's the way or when they've harvested it. It kind of has a a little bit of an herbal uh, taste, can be naturally sweet, Hmm. um, not overpoweringly so, but it's a really nice way to have something refreshing with minerals uh, that tastes really good to be able to calm down and have something that does not have caffeine. Oh, nice. Yeah, it sounds, sounds really, it just sounds lovely. So, so you like your tea iced all the time? You don't usually, you don't drink it warm ever? I do in, um, in the winter, and I do if I have a headache. Um, I tend to get them off and on, and I will do a hot peppermint tea. It just really tends to calm my stomach and calm that headache or just really, because peppermint's great for that. So the smell and the flavor of that tends to really help for me. I like it hot then. Um, Or if I'm congested, um, 
in fighting a cough, I will do hot. That will tend to soothe. You can add a teaspoon of honey, and that will coat the throat. And do like a cinnamon-type tea if you're congested. That will help break up congestion and uh, just taste really good. Cinnamon and uh, some of the, like, chai teas. There's some herbal blends you can do that are cinnamony and cordamony that are really nice. Hot. Yeah, I love I love chai. Um too. So, so at night then to calm us down, we'll do chamomile and lavender and and the the peppermint, right? Well, and then during the day, you might pick things that are more. If you're looking for energy that may have citrus, uh, ginger, uh, lemon, cinnamon, your uh, chai teas. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a neat place called Wild Orchid Teas that has a fruity type chai. So it's got some berries and some kind of nuts blended in with a black tea that also has a cordamon and it's just really nice. Um, but those are, you know, good during the day, like I said, for energy and uh, then do your herbal uh, calming stuff, lavender, chamomile. Spearmint is even more relaxing than the peppermint for evening. Oh, right. That makes, that makes sense. So let's say, um, we, our stomach doesn't feel so good. Maybe you've got a stomach bug or something like that. What would you recommend for, uh, that kind of, you know, to to calm your stomach down? I would do peppermint because it's got that crispness and peppermint and ginger tend to be really great. So some people prefer the hotness of the ginger flavor-wise versus the peppermint, but both of those are great at calming nausea or kind of queasy stomach or to help with digestion that I have found. And uh, the ginger kind of almost has a little bit of a peppery flavor, but if you can find some that's even has candied ginger in it or just do um, a ginger tea, that can calm or do a peppermint tea that can help calm the stomach. I love ginger tea. And if I have the, the ginger root, I'll just, you know, yeah. do a couple slices and um, heat it up, and it's just, it's really, I just love the taste of it. And then adding in a little bit of honey to that, it's just, it's, I love it. It's amazing. Yeah. You could even do a squeeze of lemon with that or some lemon zest. It'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I really, when my kids were little, you know, I'm, was one of those nat- natural type mom- moms and uh, tried to keep everybody away from the doctor as much as possible. And I would make these crazy concoctions for the kids. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would, <laughs> you know, I would do peppercorns and ginger slices and honey. And I, I did do lemon, and then I realized that maybe lemon wasn't so great because it's particularly if you have a sore throat. So sometimes I would do lemon, and I wouldn't do it if they didn't. You know, if they had a sore throat, I didn't do the lemon. But if they did, I would do the lemon. And what else did I add to it? And then I would usually add green tea and just throw all kinds of stuff in it. And, and you know, if you put enough honey in it, they'll drink it. And, <laughs> yes, and the yeah. green tea is great because it's got the polyphenols and a lot of natural compounds in it that can help boost the immune system. And there's even studies that it can help fighting cancer or preventing cancer with the antioxidants that are in it. It's not a cure, but it's something that you can do as part of a natural 
program to help boost your health and your immune system. So it's just got some great health benefits. Oh, I, I know everybody just, you know, green green tea fixes everything, you know. <laughs> you can lose weight with green tea. You can, you know, you can cure everything that ails you. And it's probably not completely true, but it, it um, I enjoy it. You know, it feels feels good to, to do that. So let's let's talk a little bit about the preparation of teas. Well, that is fun. It can be anywhere from uh, you can get tea bags that you, that you get from your grocery store, or you can do loose teas. And those loose teas, uh, you can use what's called an infuser, and it comes in the ball type of infuser that'll hang on the side of the cup, or one that goes down in your cup. Or I use, because I make mine in larger batches, I will use what's called a tekia. Uh It's a pitcher, and it has the infuser that goes down in it, hmm. and it screws into the lid. And I use a wireless um, electric tea kettle and heat the water, and then I pour it into the uh, tekia pitcher that's about 24 ounces. So if I'm making a gallon of tea, I would use a third of a cup of loose tea and put it in that infuser and screw it into the lid and then you gently put it down into the water and let it steep for like black tea it would be three to five minutes a green tea would be two to three minutes and your herbals you could do five to ten minutes uh roy that's about the same five to ten minutes uh oolongs or anywhere from three to seven minutes from what i've read so just depending on what you're preparing another way that i really like that's very friendly for not being able to see is, or if you can't see it, doesn't matter, but a really nice way is a French coffee tea press. And I have found that is great because then you can pour your hot water over the tea leaves hmm. and then let them expand, especially the green teas, the leaves will expand. Right. And then after the time that it has been, it has a filter that you gently push down. It's almost like a plunger and you gently push it to the bottom of the container and then it stops the infusion and you have a lid that locks down so it's easier to pour into a gallon pitcher and then I add water. So I will still use that third of cup for making a gallon and then I use that 34 ounce or so French tea press. They come in different sizes. Huh. You can get them on Amazon. I like the stainless ones so you don't have plastic right. touching boiling water to keep from getting BPA in your system because you're wanting to stay healthy so you don't want to add extra yeah, we plastic don't, in there. We don't want yeah. that plastic. Okay, so so let's go let's go back to the 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 pitcher. I think you said it was techia. Is that how you say yes, it? Yes, T-A-K-E-Y-A, Tekia. And you can find it on Amazon. Um, and mine is a kind of avocado or lime green one just because the blue-purple one wasn't available in the size <laughs> I wanted. And they have <laughs> – I might be blind, but I still love color. <laughs> um, and they um, also have one that's a 64-ounce, and it's a tall, skinny pitcher, so you could – but you end up using a lot more hot water, and it's harder to cool it down. Well, that sounds like um, it'd be hard that to handle. Free. It is a little bit harder. That's why I kind of have switched to where I like that Takia method. Um, it works great for doing the 24-ounce because then you can either have it hot, and you would just put enough tea down in the infuser to do, like if you're, that would be three or four cups, so you could do four teaspoons. 
and then you just have hot tea, or you could do, like I said, make a concentrate and put a third of a cup and then steep it the allowed time, and then you'll pour it into the bottom of a gallon pitcher and fill it the rest of the way with cool water, and then you have a gallon of tea ready to go, and it's flavored or unflavored, whatever you have chosen, whatever, uh, but it's a great way to do loose tea and have just really smooth, quality tea. Oh, it sounds sounds wonderful. So, so now let's go back to the French press, because that fascinates me. I've done coffee with that. Uh, but, but tea, so, so explain it to me again, you, you pour, you put the tea into this little container, and then you pour the water into that container, and then you press on it? Or do you let it sit there for a little bit before you press? You let it sit first, just like you do with the coffee. So and I'm a tea snob. (laughs) So I, uh, my mom and I are housemates and best friends. So Mm -hmm. she loves coffee. And so um, I have my own tea infuser that I'm like, keep your coffee out of my tea. (laughs) (laughs) Well, take on the taste. Tea is very absorbent. So if um, you're real sensitive to taste, then you will want to have one separately for your tea and for your coffee and know the difference so you don't get them mixed up. And it's a glass, kind of on a little stainless frame usually, and then uh, this glass carafe. And it can, I've seen them be little, like 16 ounces, all the way up to this 34-ounce one that I have. And it has a stainless filter and then a little plunger on the end, and it's all part of the lid. And so you put your tea, however much you're making, down in the bottom, and then you pour the hot water over it, and then you gently set the lid without pushing the plunger down on top, and you steep it for however long, like if you're making green tea, two to three minutes. And then you gently push that plunger with the filter on it down to press the tea leaves all the way to the bottom. And it stops that infusion, and you are able to then pour up a cup of hot tea, or you can, if you're making a concentrate and going to do iced tea, you can do whatever you want with it. It's a really easy way, too, to be safe dealing with the boiling water. I found that that, um, I look for one where the lid kind of locks down into place, so you can tip it up and be able to pour it safely into whatever container, whether it's a coffee cup or tea cup or uh picture so that for me has been a nice safe way to deal with boiling water oh that's a good idea so do you have the um, the brands of the ones that you like I um, have had some over the time I just tried one that was a stainless one that I had to return because the tealies were so fine it got in between the stainless and the glass so hmm. I am working to find one that I really uh, love the one I have here I am not sure of the brand but you can uh, usually for the French press, you can read the reviews. Right. And I would be looking for one that's BPA-free, that does not have plastic touching the boiling water and then has stainless filters to it and has a nice handle that's easy to lift and grip. Right. Um, and Amazon has some great choices for that. Or you can go into like Bed Bath & Beyond so you can actually have hands-on and see what you're getting. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Probably a good idea to... Check it out. Of course, if you get it from Amazon, you can always return it, right? Yes, you can. They they are amazing. And I love that, you know, these kind of the French press is very classy looking, too. So you can serve, um, like if you were 
going to have people over or whatever, it's a great way to for sighted people to be able to see the infusion as it infuses, and the tea leaves can expand, and um, it's very pretty because they're clear. Oh, that reminds me. We got some tea from that came from Japan, and it was it was tied up in this ball, and you put it in the just drop it in the cup, and it unfolded into this beautiful flower. Have you have you seen? That? I've heard those. Yes. I have. They're uh, floral teas, and I've seen some of them available on some of the tea shops I look at. Um, I think Wild Orchid Teas may have some of the flowering teas, and Harney and Sons, and they'll have those flowering where it'll um, and it'll describe to you how what type of floral tea it is. And some of them have green tea, like you were talking about. It's really neat. Oh yeah, that it's a great thing, and we're we're going to have the names of these companies in the show notes. So if people are are interested in um, looking for for teas online, it's it's pretty pretty easy easy thing to do. You know, they also make um, clear like teapots. You can have the teapot with a glass infuser down in it as well, and it's part of the lid, and it's like a little basket or whatever that has holes in it. So you are able to put that down into your tea. So there's some of those sites that we. Uh, be sharing may have some of those type of teapots that are either clear or that are uh, made of different materials but have the infuser built in to where you can use it and uh, some of those are great for your oolong teas where you can do multiple infusions where you re-steep them again after you pour it up and so that's kind of nice yeah nice and then of course there's always the the tea bag and sometimes if you go to the grocery store you can get you know like really cheapy kind of tea and and you're you're gonna know the difference between a high quality tea and a cheaper a cheaper tea like our friend Lipton right but there are some nice uh, tea bags from some of these companies that we're going to share um, Simpson and Vale and Harney and Sons um, they already have some little they're I think called tea sachets and they're out of a nice material that's um, not going to have any toxins in it, but you can get the herbal uh, peppermint, like I was talking about, that I love, or the they have a hot cinnamon spice, and it comes in a green tea, a black tea, or a rooibos, which is mm. herbal, and it's just the cinnamon. It tastes like a red hot. So if you like red hots, but it has a natural, you won't believe how sweet it is, and it's just the cinnamon that's coming through, but there's ways you can get your chai tea that way or Earl Grey. I recently was checking before we did the podcast and saw all kinds of options to where if you're not wanting to do loose tea, uh, Harney and Sons has some great options with tea bags or sometimes you can find them at World Market like you were talking about and that just depends probably on the brand and you just have to experiment, but there's some fun ways to be able to use the tea bags if you're you know, not comfortable with using the loose teas, and you can still enjoy all the benefits of tea. Oh, yeah. It, it's, you know, I, I think my favorite thing to do with, with tea is for medicinal purposes. It, it always makes me feel yeah. p- powerful. You know, okay, I feel sick or my kid's sick, or and, and okay, I'll give you tea. It just, it's a mom, it's a mom caregiving kind of thing to do and on the heated tea it's just very therapeutic it can also help and soothe and just it's very soothing oh yeah and there's 
There's willow bark tea, and that helps with pain. And um, there's always the mint teas, you know, for you know soothing stomachs and digestion and the um, and detoxifying, like the yeah. dandelion root and milk thistle and ginger. Right. Yeah. There's. I mean, I, I remember when I was pregnant and before I had. Um, my babies, I drank a lot of raspberry leaf tea. Um, yes. My midwife said, you know, drink lots of raspberry leaf tea. Said, okay. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> so we've, what, what else have we missed in terms of tea? I mean, tea is a huge topic and there are books on it. And when it's so fun. Yes, there's some wonderful books, and it's so fun. You can cook with tea, so you can do infusions and replace it in your smoothies in the morning uh, with tea instead of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so say you want to have it chai-flavored instead of, or mint-flavored, and you're going to do a chocolate mint, you could use tea in place of water in smoothies. Um, you can bake with it and make, like, Earl Grey. Um, I think I had some butter cookies that was a recipe. Um, you can also have, it's just great because it's, you can have tea and just kind of sit and visit and, or have a formal tea and it's lots of fun with the teapots and going all out with the different sweets <laughs> and uh, savories, you know, and find a tea room. Yeah. So um, it's just really fun. Uh, a lot of people will say, oh, I don't drink much tea, but tea is so uh, versatile you can have it, you know, at lunch with your barbecue, or you can, you know, do like what we're saying and have it at home. Um, you can have a tea. It's just um, really, really fun. Sky's the limit on the flavors and the different types. It's just fun to experiment. And I hadn't until I found the tea embassy. I didn't know that there was, um, you know, difference between the black, green, and oolongs and uh, white tea. And your white is more delicate. So, you know, originally I'm like, oh, this doesn't have much flavor. And then, you know, as I've, my taste has changed, I go and try it and have found that it's just delicate. It's got a good flavor. And, you know, it's just been really interesting and fun. The, the wonderful thing about tea, too, is if you're wanting to get away from soft drinks, it's, it's a wonderful replacement for that. And at some point, not today, but at some point, maybe we can get into uh, ways to use tea to, to substitute for things that you, you know you shouldn't be drinking uh, and, you know, make it, make it fun. It works. And that, that is how I got off the soft drinks years ago. And that's another story. But <laughs> it really, um, that's how I found, I love all these different flavors. And, uh, you know, it helps to replace so that you are drinking a healthier beverage and, and feel good about it. Yeah. So as the, well as enjoying it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and you can go to the grocery store, you can go on to thrive market or some of these online grocery stores and just, just look at the teas and all the things that are available to you and maybe step outside your, your box and try something new. Just, just for fun. So, Lorianne, it's been fabulous. Really, really fun talking about tea. And I'm going to think I'm going to go and finish my dandelion tea now and see if it helps me uh, kind of feel a little bit better after a massage. You know, sometimes um, I'm sure, you know, after having a really t- strong massage, it um, can feel a little 
little kind of queasy for me, I can, the next day. Yes. So today's one of those days where I'm doing a little extra self-care. So tea when is part so of that. It's so important to stay hydrated. And a tea can help you stay hydrated if you're, I'm drinking a wild uh, berry black tea because it's still early enough in the day. But I um, had a massage recently and really did a lot of peppermint the herbal type infusion, trying to stay really, really hydrated so I wouldn't be sore the next day. Right, and tea is a good way to, to stay hydrated. Yeah. So, Laura Laura Ann, I keep calling you Laura. I mean to say Laura Ann. <laughs> um, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's been fun talking with you, and I'm hoping we're going to be able to do some more podcasts together in the future on, on some other things that, that you're excited fun. about. Yeah, great. So we'll have we'll thank have thank you the, very much for having me. You are so welcome. We're going to have the the uh, show notes that will have good information in it, and uh, we'll talk to you again before too long. I hope. Thank you very much. Have a great day. <gasps> Whoa, careful! Are you okay? Oh, my pride is wounded, but I'm fine. I just tripped over nothing. I don't know what my problem is. But my balance just seems to be getting worse. It was never great to begin with, but now? I get it. I was finding I was just starting to not feel as steady when I was walking on uneven surfaces or in unfamiliar places. Really? What did you do? I went shopping. I like this already. Tell me more. I went to blindalive.com and I ordered their balance workouts. They offer a set of three and you also get a free stretch workout when you order them all. I got them about two months ago. I can do the first one, and I'm working on the second. I can feel the difference already. I can move with more confidence, and I can take steps now to ensure that I'm safe throughout all of my life. Sounds great. I'll be sure to check it out. It's easy. Just go to www.blindalive.com. I recently borrowed a device from a friend because I thought it might be of interest to our listeners, and I want to share it with you today. My friend had shoulder surgery and had difficulty performing lots of daily living tasks we take for granted. And as a result, she was told about a device called the Freedom Wand. This was invented by a woman who broke her back and was not able to take care of her basic hygiene needs. This works well for people who've had surgeries, who can't reach, for people who are in the latest stages of pregnancy, for people who are obese and have difficulty reaching particular parts of their body, and I'm sure there are other uses that neither I nor the inventor have thought of as of yet. The Freedom Wand comes in a cloth bag, and it is three plastic pieces. When it is put together, it's 21 inches. You can use it as a 14-inch device by leaving out the middle piece, and you can also buy extensions to lengthen it. However, in the practices I've done with it, it seems to me that for blind people, the shorter the better for more easily maneuvering the device. As I said, it comes in three pieces. It's tubular plastic, and each piece is roughly seven inches long, I would say that the, quote, business end of the unit is maybe nine. So you have a handle 
and it has a rubber grip. It's kind of a heavy thing. It's substantial, but not so large that someone with small hands would have difficulty. It seems, at least in my opinion, like a nice ideal size. That then fits into the middle piece, which fits into the piece that I'm referring to as the business end piece. And it just kind of snaps in. When you want to take it apart, there is a button that you press and you hold it down and then you slide the pieces apart. It takes a little bit of practice, but it's not that difficult. And I took it apart and I'm just snapping it back together. Once you have all three pieces together, what you have is a handle, a length of plastic, and then the end of it curves. On top is a lever, and when you push this lever away from the handle, four little semi-flexible plastic fingers come out of the business end of the device. And so basically what you do is you use these to grasp various substances. Four examples are given, and one is you can use this for shaving. You can use this to grasp the handle of a disposable razor. They suggest one with a very thin handle. You can also use it to grasp part of a makeup sponge. They suggest cutting a sponge into a triangular shape or using similar material. Once you have this grasped in those fingers, and you retract those fingers by sliding that lever back toward the handle, once you have a good grip on this item, what you can do with the cosmetic sponge is use that to apply lotions or ointments to hard-to-reach places. The other thing that you can do is fold toilet paper into a square or rectangle, and they suggest making a point about as long as your pinky finger and you slide that between these flexible fingers and you pull the lever back so that it holds it in place and that way you're able to clean yourself after you've used the toilet. The final use is to get a loofah with a rope on it or any kind of like puffy bath sponge or whatever and you can tie knots in the rope to make it kind of grippable and so you can use that to wash yourself. To me, that is probably the least useful because you can buy back brushes and loofah brushes that are already set up for that purpose, but you can indeed do it. This folds down nicely for travel, and as I said, it comes in a cloth bag. You will likely need to wash and dry the unit sometimes, especially when you are practicing. I was using it applying lotion to various places and I ended up kind of getting lotion on the wand itself. It is really a situation where a little bit of practice can help, but I think this is very doable if you can't see. Some things, just because of their length, can be very prohibitive. I am short and so I found for me I didn't need the whole 21 inches. I just connected the two end pieces together, the handle and the business end piece, and so I was using it at about 14 inches, and I found that to work very well. This may not be something you need right now or ever, 
But I think it's really important to be aware that things like this exist, both as possible tools for you or for someone you care about. And that brings us to the end of Podcast 85. We thank you for listening and hope you have found the information useful and helpful. Before I close, I want to remind you about our newsletter. And our newsletter is the place where two things happen. One is you get news and information, like new workouts, like discounts, things like that. So we'd love to have you subscribe so that you don't miss any information that you might find beneficial. Also in the category of information that you might find beneficial, we have started sending our blog posts out to our newsletter subscribers, and you'll get those conveniently in your inbox once a week. I want to share two comments from the last blog post that we put out. This was one that I wrote about keeping medical records all in one place. One reader suggested that the medical records also include information about medication allergies. I do agree and think this is helpful. However, if you have a life-threatening allergy, it's probably best that that is also noted somewhere on your person, like some sort of medical ID, piece of jewelry, or tag of some kind. And we have talked about that on previous podcasts. I encourage you to check those out. The other suggestion was to keep the information in Dropbox or a similar service so that it would be easily accessible from various devices. And this too is a wonderful and helpful idea. You just want to make sure that the service you're using is secure so that important information of possibly a sensitive nature is not leaked. Thank you for listening, and as Mel always says, good health to you.